following the ascension of our Lord, tradition says that the disciples gathered in the upper room together with our Blessed Mother, Farden Novena, nine days of prayer in anticipation of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was given to the disciples to empower them to be my witnesses even to the ends of the earth. Today, as disciples of Jesus, we too join together in prayer for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our parishes, our faith communities, our families, and in ourselves. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to be effective witnesses of the love of God for our world. This novena to the Holy Spirit has been designed for either individual or communal prayer. The spiritual impact of serious prayer and reflection is immeasurable. Novena, Day 7 O Holy Spirit, soul of my soul, I adore you. Enlighten me, guide me, strengthen me, console me. Tell me what I ought to do and command me to do it. I promise to submit myself to all that you ask of me and to accept all that you permit to happen to me. Only let me know your will. Amen. When the paraclete comes, the spirit of truth who comes from the Father and whom I myself will send from the Father, he will bear witness on my behalf. When he comes, he will prove the world wrong about sin. John 15.26.16.8 The Holy Spirit bends our stubborn hearts and will. We all naturally like to follow our own ideas. As life goes on, we may even find ourselves holding on more and more stubbornly to our own ways of thinking and doing. Unless checked, this will have a negative effect on our relationship with God and with those around us with whom we live and work. The Holy Spirit who understands us so well comes to our aid. It is the action of His grace that can bend our stubborn heart and will, bringing us into harmony, peace, and union with God and neighbor. Bowing, genuflecting, and kneeling are very common forms of Catholic worship. They symbolize the readiness of our will to submit to the authority and will of God. The interior attitude is much more important than the external act, and without it, the latter has no value. Our human will must conform to the holy will of God. Bowing, genuflecting, and kneeling are very common forms of Catholic worship. They symbolize the readiness of our will to submit to the authority and will of God. The interior attitude is much more important than the external act, and without it, the latter has no value. Our human will must conform to the holy will of God. We owe this submission to God, not just because He is our Creator and we are His creatures. We owe this to God because He is our loving Father, and we are His beloved children in Christ Jesus. Stubborn, unyielding self-will has its root in the pride that led to catastrophe, even in paradise. The battle cry of Lucifer I will not serve, has its echo in the life of people down through the ages. Today, we hear this awful echo 
and the lawlessness, corruption, sin, and violence of our times. We hear it in those who say, this is my body, it is my choice to abort. Proud, unbending, self-will flaunts itself against God all over the world, and unfortunately, we see it do immeasurable harm even in some who claim to be serving God. It is the Holy Spirit who comes to convict the world of sin. The Holy Spirit is the one who convicts us of the sin lurking in our own hearts. Through his enlightening and purifying action in our hearts, he gives us fear of the Lord, which is the beginning of wisdom. This gift makes us realize the sovereign authority of our Creator and our absolute dependence on him. Above all, it is by an increase of love in the human heart, a love that enlightens us to eternal truths, that the Holy Spirit bends the human will to conform to the will of God. As fire makes the iron soft and malleable, it fuses two pieces of iron into one. Thus, the Holy Spirit's fire of love makes the human will so pliable that we become one will, the divine will. Without such bending of the will, the church could not accomplish her mission. The religious state would be an impossibility. In fact, any kind of Catholic life or Christian community has to be based on submission and charity and the curbing of personal desires and ambitions for the sake of the common good, as well as on the willingness to bear one another's burdens. A narrow-minded, stubborn insistence on one's own will and one's own ways of doing things does the greatest harm. Rigidity of the will is a source of endless frictions, violations of justice, and charity which disturb the peace and unity of the community. Such things directly oppose the activity of the Holy Spirit, and He cannot be pleased with it. A certain amount of accommodation and compromise is necessary in the interest of harmony and peace. Bending one's will out of love for God and neighbor is the way of perfection and peace in community. It also opens a way for the full operation of God's power and love. Prayer of the day. May the Holy Spirit bend our will. May he by his power and sweetness overcome our rebellious spirit so that in and through him we may be more and more under the direction of his wise and loving guidance and made one with the holy will of God. May we come together as one in this archdiocese to help set aflame the new evangelization. Amen. Breathe in me, O Holy Spirit, that my thoughts may all be holy. Act in me, O Holy Spirit, that my work too may be holy. Draw my heart, O Holy Spirit, that I love but what is holy. Strengthen me, O Holy Spirit, to defend all that is holy. Guard me then, O Holy Spirit, that I always may be holy.